live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, everybody. You know what time it is. It's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that means you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting from the live, free, or die, Granite State of New Hampshire. And as always, we got the brains behind the operation, producer Eli, and we are blessed to be here all glory to God. Let's do some live shout-outs, shall we? Let us know what your name is and where you're watching from. I see J.K. Alba from the great state of Nebraska. I see Papat6. How you doing, Pat? Good to see you. Locked and loaded, says Iva. I'm glad you're here, Iva. Thank you. Denise is watching. How are you? Linda is watching. Nolan Wallace is watching. Roxanne is watching. How are you, Roxanne? Steven Susson is watching. Crib, how are you? Majorva is in the building. S. Rose is here. How are you? Good Shepherd Follower. What a name. Deb from Ohio. Wanda is here. Missy from Indiana is watching tonight. Everybody say hi to Missy. Barb from OHIO. And let's give one more here. Uh, Carol from... North Carolina, come on and raise up. North Kakalaki. Gotta love some North Carolina. My wife and I were thinking about moving there at one point. Maybe we will someday when the kids grow up and go away. However, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think you know by now. Uh, and by the way, for everybody joining in tonight, let's go ahead and give that thumbs up. Let's go ahead and rumble the video. And uh, I put the link in the very top of the live chat section for you so you can grab that link right there and pass it and share it out. Big shout out to Rumble um, for uh, being our home here for the last three years now. 1776, how you doing, my friend? I see you. Uh, Being our home here for the last three years now, and we hope this partnership grows bigger and badder and better than ever. Uh, The real build back better. You know what I mean? So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, If you're new to the channel, please subscribe to the channel. And we've got 14 hours of one-hour daily shows, Monday through Friday, and as well on the uh, Saturday and Sunday. And you can even download the LFA TV app so that you can take us with you wherever you go. And the cool thing about that is I've got some reviews to read. 
Mendy Blakeman says, love the LFA app. Easy to use and can watch on the go. Never had any issues with it, and I've had it since day one. Dana Wynn says, LFA TV is awesome. Not only is it awesome because it's the news and the content, but because we are one big family. I agree. Maggie Medina says, I've been following Jeremy Errol since his backyard videos and love what he has done since then. I've seen other shows on here as well and just love them all. Such a great group of people. Keep up the good work. And one more from Chris Hale. Great, informative, honest, entertaining source of news. So LFA TV for your mobile app on your mobile app stores. And uh, don't forget to go to JeremyHarrell.com as well as LFATV.us. Now, the White House, you know they were going to come out with, a, with an asinine and just completely unbelievable story as to why Joe Biden decided to skip out on that ceremony where he, um, where he gave the Medal of Honor away and then just walked off. See you later, Joe. I'm sure you've all seen it by now. By now. It happened yesterday. He said, here's your medal. See you later. I'm, I'm going to go block out the sun and, 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 and protect my Corvette. You know the thing. Just walked right out. Even reporters in the room were looking at him like, Joe, what are you doing? You just gave the guy the medal. We're about ready to have the ceremony. And you just walk out in the middle of it. So you know the White House had to come back with, a, uh, with an excuse. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden was the only one in the room wearing a mask, took off the mask while he was in there, and this is their excuse as to why he had to bounce. Took off his mask, uh, as I said he would, to deliver incredibly powerful remarks oh, powerful. about this captain, Captain Taylor, uh, and what he did in service to our, our nation. And he wanted to honor uh, the captain. And for a brief time afterwards, he also uh, didn't have his mask on, as you just laid out. Uh, and he left as planned, as it was planned. Uh, he left uh, when there was a pause in the program in order to minimize to minimize his close contact with attendees uh, who, are, uh, who are about to participate in a reception. And I, I, you all reported that, noticed that he left uh, uh, when there was a pause in the program because, again, he wanted to minimize uh, certainly uh, uh, his impact on folks who were there. The president well, first took of off all, his mask. Okay, okay, okay. okay. First uh, of all, there was no pause in the program. There was no pause in the program. They didn't stop and say, everybody, say goodbye to the president. They went immediately from his very powerful words, I'm sure they were, right? Right to starting to the ceremony, and he just walked out. Now, he's getting blasted all over the internet for this. Um, do I have it here? Yeah, I got it. Let's, I, I've, I've got it right here. We can, we can bring this up on the screen for you. I didn't, I wasn't, uh, I didn't play this yesterday uh, because my shows, hold on. my shows were already done. But this was Joe Biden. There we go. This is Joe Biden. Immediately after he gave the medal, people were still clapping. There was no pause. There was no pause. And he just walked out. I want you to see the reporter that looks at him like, what are you doing at the very end? Go ahead and roll this. Watch this girl right there with the bun. What is happening? And the poor guy just stood there like, okay. What do we do now? Like he just gave him the medal, said his extraordinarily powerful words, and then just walked out. 
And of course, rightfully so, he's getting absolutely torched today because of it. So that was the response from the White House. You know, he took off his mask just like we said he was going to do. He needed to get out of there as quick as possible so he didn't expose anybody in the room to the coronavirus that Dr. Jill Biden apparently has, right? Just ridiculous and very disrespectful. Speaking of disrespectful and ridiculous, I know it's been a long time since you've seen Tedro from the WHO. Oh, but Tedro is back right on cue. Go ahead and roll this. The increase in hospitalizations and this shows that COVID is here to stay and that we will continue to need tools to fight it. The increase COVID is here to stay. The recent rise in hospitalizations in the uh, from the coronavirus uh, uh, means that uh, the coronavirus is uh, 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 here to stay. And uh, we're going uh, to have to continue to be equipped to fight uh, 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 against it. Uh, uh, oops. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares. And I'll tell you why. Because people like Klaus Schwab and Soros and Tedro, Tedros, Every one of them are the enemy. Every one of them are the devil, just like Alex Jones has always said. A defiler, a betrayer, a backstabber, a devil! That's right. And I don't think anybody's fallen for round two. And I think you're going to try to make people fall for round two, and it's going to be the worst mistake that you ever made. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into our prayer in our first and foremost section and really get going... I need to read something to you. For all you newcomers out there, if you want to know what the LFA audience or the LFA family is really like, from Cindy Ward. Oh, I am so happy. Thank you so much. I took magnesium before. Why I quit, I don't know. I have, uh, but that's not the point. The point of this is really highlighted. Hey, Jeremy. There was a neighbor in my neighborhood that hung the, geez, I don't know which gay flag it was. I think it was the tranny one. (laughs) And it was huge. Anyway, I sent them an anonymous letter thanking them for acknowledging our Father God. I also put in the story about what the rainbow represents. And it's God's promise never to flood the earth again. I ended it with telling them to keep flying that beautiful rainbow representing and showing our Lord all over in the world. And then I said, may God bless you as always. They took the flag down the same day they received the letter. (laughs) Cindy Ward literally sent a letter saying, thank you for flying God's amazing flag. Thank you very much for flying that rainbow, which is God's promise, and they took down the LGBTQ flag on the same day. She says, please share this with the LFA family in his show next week. Thank you, Sabrina. We love you, Cindy. God bless you, and thank you for that awesome and very inspiring message. Very inspiring message. And it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, we got front page from Rumble, so there's no better time than to start the show with the Lord. That's when you're supposed to spread the gospel. September 6th, year of our Lord, 2023. Many people view dependence as a disciple condition. So they strive to be as self-sufficient as possible. 
I designed you to need me continually and to delight in that neediness. Delight yourself in me more and more. This increases your joy and at the same time glorifies me. Talk about a win-win. Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave nor forsake you. Do not fear, be dismayed. And from Psalm 119, 10 through 12, with my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have not, I have hidden from my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. And before you turn out the light tonight, there's always joy to be found in me. Speak to me in this hour, knowing that I hear you, and more importantly, that I care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know how we start out every show. We give glory to God in Jesus' name, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. And the Rumble family here today prays as well. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, we're giving glory to God. We got the LFA family. We got producer Eli. We're all hopped up on a Rise Up coffee. Let's get that first slurp of the day and let's get busy because I think you need to read the title of today's show. Donald Trump putting the entire Republican Party on notice, putting Congress on notice. In 18 months, I'll be back. Get my house in order. Ooh. Did Donald Trump really say that, Jeremy? Well, I'm paraphrasing, but let's put that on the screen, shall we? Right now, Republicans in Congress and the Senate have to get tough and put everything together in one big, neat package because I will be president in one and a half years and we will pick the strongest, toughest, and most respected attorney general. And if guilty... We will put them in jail where they belong, just as they are trying to do to me based on nothing. Can anybody tell me that that means anything other than daddy's coming home, get the house in order. I don't want to take off the belt, but I will when I get there. Because that's what I read. And if you didn't read that, then I think maybe we need to go through one more time for the hooked on phonics people out there. Right now, Republicans in Congress and the Senate have to get tough and put everything together in one big, neat package. Because I will be president in one and a half years or a.k.a. 18 months. And we'll pick the strongest and the toughest and the most respected attorney general. And if guilty, we will put them all in jail where they belong, just as they are trying to do to me based on nothing. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now. This is not a joke. This is not a distress signal. This is a promise. And he's gearing up. He's gearing up, and we should all be gearing up too. 
and we should still continue this fight every day to get ahead of the mail-in ballots, to get ahead of the ranked choice voting, to get ahead of everything. And the DAs and the attorneys general also from around the nation also need to start getting tough. It isn't just the people in Congress. It isn't just the people wasting away in Senate, wasting away in Senoritaville, wasting away in the Representativeville. It's time to get going because the going get tough when the tough get going. All right. So that's Donald Trump's message to the uh, Congress. And ladies and gentlemen, I've got something even greater to show you. And this is Donald Trump's attorney in Georgia today at the arraignment that Donald Trump said I will not be going to in which he did not. And Donald Trump's lawyers argue today, your honor, and I'm quoting, I would ask you to please keep in mind that the purpose that we're talking about here is to elect Donald Trump president. But if that were the purpose, and a prosecutor could use a purpose of that magnitude to try to tie together charges and defendants that otherwise have nothing to do with each other, you know, in order to have a RICO case, then before we know it, millions of people, literally tens of millions of people would have to be charged in this conspiracy. I don't know, like every American on earth. Now, don't give him any ideas, Mr. Lawyer, sir. But I like where your head's at and I like where you're going. Roll the clip. The logistics of how to go through the electoral contact. So that's what I'll call the alternate elector alleged conspiracy. Mr. Chesborough has been indicted as part of that conspiracy. He's alleged to be part of that conspiracy. Obviously, we will defend those charges, but that's conspiracy A, if you will. Then there are two or three other conspiracies. With all due respect to Ms. Powell, and nothing I say, of course, in this should um, indicate whatsoever that I'm commenting on the evidence against Ms. Powell. I apologize, I know that's not Ms. Powell, but her representative, Mr. Rafferty. Ms. Powell is alleged to have engaged in a conspiracy, again, just accepting the allegations and the indictment is true, dealing with the computer systems down in Coffee County, Georgia. Um, and those computer systems, as we allege in our indictment, Mr. Chesborough, or I'm sorry, in our motions, Mr. Chesborough is not even, even alleged to have undertaken anything even remotely related to the Coffee County conspiracy, which I'll call it. Then there's a third alleged conspiracy. And that third alleged conspiracy I'll call, uh, um, I, I don't necessarily want to use her name because um, of the circumstances, but the poll worker conspiracy, where there are allegations that certain individuals named in the indictment went and tried to apply some pressure tactics to a certain poll worker that I believe works here, uh, lives here in Fulton County. That is also a conspiracy that in no way, shape, or form involves Mr. Chesborough. And again, that's not my defense take on it. That's according to the allegations in the indictment. Now, remember when I told you earlier on the 11 o'clock hour that Fannie Willis is reportedly supposed to be in possession of all the evidence that she or any judge or any jury or any people on this planet would need in order to exonerate literally every single person in this RICO case, which is what they decided to charge them with. They should have never done that because these people have no contact with each other. These people, and in order to be a RICO case, you need to be a well-organized crime family, you know, like the Bidens. 
You've got to block out the sun and, and rip cocaine lines off the back of the Porsche and the garage n- n- near the near the near the the the, the, the document the, the the I can't go I I, I can't go home right now because 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 there's because there's 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 toast in the oven. That's a crime family. That's more of likely what you would look for to put somebody under a RICO charge is the Bidens. People who have constant communication with each other. It can be proven that they have constant communication with each other through emails, text messages, phone calls, pseudonyms, letters, ravens with little messages tagged to them. It doesn't really matter. You can pretty much easily prove a RICO case by making sure that everybody has been in contact with each other and all colluding under the same whatever to achieve the same whatever. Well, that clearly didn't happen here. These people never stayed in contact. You can't have a RICO case. But on top of all of that, which is pretty just easy to prove, on top of all that, where do you draw the line? Because are they going to come and get B. Palumbo? Are they going to come and get Sheevy 26? Are they going to come and get Harold Barton? Are they going to come and get Teapots? Are they going to come and get Florida Girl? Are they going to come and get Ray Friesen or Don Lawson or Tommy Lance? Because you guys said something about the election, so you must be tied to all of these people in a RICO case. Ricola. <laughs> it is all smoke and mirrors. It's all a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign, and if you agree with any of my analysis on that, please, ladies and gentlemen, give me a rumble, give us a thumbs up, as many people as that signed in as possible, and share the video. Now, Donald Trump also was asked if he will appear in court on behalf of himself in the documents trial. Now, you would think Donald Trump Mr. Billionaire, Mr. I don't need to give you a reason because you're all witch hunting me anyway. I was the president, executive privilege. So just suck on that for a little bit and uh, come back and let me know how it feels in the morning. No, 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 no. Donald Trump says, oh, (laughs) please let me take the stand. Does that man know a lot of something that we don't know? Pop it up on the screen. Here we go. You have to go to trial. Will you testify in your own defense? Oh, yes, absolutely. You'll take the stand. That I would, that I look forward to, because that's just like Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all the fake information from Russia, Russia, Russia. Remember when the dossier came out and everyone said, oh, that's so terrible, that's so terrible. And then it turned out to be it was a political report put out by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. They paid millions for it. They gave it to Christopher Steele. They paid millions and millions of dollars for it. And it was all fake. If you have to go to trial. Now that's a dawn. That's a Don Juan right there. If you have to go to trial in your own RICO case, will you go? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Sign me up. Can we go yesterday? I'm ready. Because all that is is Russia, Russia, Russia. And I can sit and blow holes in that all day. And on top of that, we're in court. So I can literally bring in documents that we can't bring in during, you know, that, that don't really matter in a congressional hearing or a, or, a, or a shakedown behind closed doors between people who do nothing but play touch putt in the park and hold each other's hands on either side of the aisle anyway. I'm telling you, folks, now here's where the rubber meets the road. The United States Supreme Court may be getting involved. Remember when I asked, not even two weeks ago, will the Supreme Court get involved? Will they step in? Will somebody make a motion? Will there be a request? Will there be a filing? Will there be a lawsuit in which the Supreme Court needs to step in or has the opportunity to step in way before any of this ever happens? Well, I can tell you this. 
as it pertains to keeping Donald Trump off of a ballot because of the 14th Amendment. The Supreme Court is expected to weigh in on this argument that Democrats and some rhinos are making about President Donald J. Trump and whether he should or should not be barred from running again for office under the provision of the 14th Amendment. The Supreme Court will consider whether or not to take the case, and the case is called, and I need somebody with fast fingers in there, I always need a stenographer ready, okay? If my producer's busy, I could call on Suzanne, I could call on a few of you. Ready? John Castro versus Donald Trump, okay? Please put that not only in the comment section below, so it'll be there permanently, but also please put that in the live chat. It is John Castro v. Donald Trump. Now, they will weigh, on, weigh in on whether or not they're going to even take the case during the September 29th conference. A final decision on whether to accept it will be made by October 9th, according to the site. So here's what we need to do. None of us have faith or confidence in anybody in any of our judicial or ABC alphabet soup systems. I get that. But we prayed and we prayed hard, ladies and gentlemen. We prayed and we prayed hard for Roe v. Wade to be overturned in the Dobbs case. We prayed and we prayed hard for babies to be saved, for God to be able to turn his face to our nation one more time. And we were granted our prayers then. So let's see if our prayers will be answered as well. Keep that in your prayers, okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we go into talking about Jack Posobiec's statements about whether or not Biden and the left plan on getting us into a full-out world war at the cost of losing power and what China and what Russia and what North Korea are all building up to do, I want to introduce something to you before we make this transition and talk about this. And that's with this, ladies and gentlemen. You know here, if I bring on a sponsor to try to help us, it's a sponsor that I go out and I purposely try to get. Now, if you are, I know there's a lot of LFA family members that are very close to their dogs. A lot of people are older. A lot of people's husbands or wives have passed on. And you have fur, fur kids, dogs, animals that you have close to you. Now, this is speaking to pretty much any pet lover out there. We have a German Shepherd who's very old now. And she's starting to get a lot of those joint pains, the arthritis, the dry skin, being blind, just looking just straight ragged, doesn't have the energy anymore. And you all know what it's like. So I want you guys, and they're not a sponsor here yet, but I would like them to come on as a sponsor. So I want you guys, I want to see how well we can respond to this. My wife and I have it, we use it, and I just want to see if this is something that we could partner with them. It is the ultimate pet nutrition, ultimate dog health. Okay, ultimate dog health. Now, if your pet in any way, ladies and gentlemen, I want to read some of the things here that 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 will help for this dog food. Okay, and why? If a dog's coat is dull, if their energy is low, if they're constantly itching, if their ears are red, if their breath or poop smells very bad, our dog, if they're not just doing well as they should, if they have arthritis, if they're just feeling like they're just down and can't move, it's probably a sign more of bad health than it is age. And it obviously, just like Field of Greens, garbage in, garbage out. We've been, we had forever, we had to start feeding our, uh, our German Shepherd, like breaking up all these different supplements and all these different things to try to get her to get to where we needed her to be. 
ladies and gentlemen, this dog food maker, the ingredients, they pressure cook them. And when they pressure cook these ingredients at a super high ten- temperature, it comes out the other end and you've got brown mush. But it's like superfood. It's like Field of Greens. So if you want to try this out, if it's something that you want to try for your pet, if, it's something, if nothing else has been working, this may help. And this is how you do it. I need my fast fingers out there. UltimateDogHealth.com slash Jeremy. UltimateDogHealth.com slash Jeremy. Okay? And you can go to UltimateDogHealth.com and you can watch this video right here that will explain a lot more. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Gary Richter, I think he's got it figured out for pets, just like Field of Green's got it figured out for us. Again, one more time, UltimateDogHealth.com slash Jeremy. This is a test to see if it's going to, you, it, your pets respond to this. If they do in a positive thing, in a positive manner, then we will partner with them for good. So check them out, UltimateDogHealth.com slash Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you very much, you guys. I appreciate it because, hey, we're all trying to help each other's businesses grow here, but we got to also make sure that we're worried out for our health and the health of our fur kids. Amen? All right. Now, I really want to get into this discussion right here, and the discussion is Kim Jong-un meeting with Vladimir Putin in talks to, tra- to have this new arms deal put in place. You've got the, you've got the, uh, the United States saying if any deal is made between Putin and uh, Kim Jong-un, then we will possibly consider that some kind of an act of war, and we will look at that very seriously, and it may determine whether or not we get into World War III or not. Now, Jack Posobiec has been talking about the fact that these guys will do anything to stay in power. Now, I don't talk to Jack Posobiec much anymore. I used to, but he's, he's talking a lot lately about how they'll do anything to stay in power, and that means also going into a World War III, possibly nuclear war, if they can't keep Donald Trump away from the White House in order to find some way to suspend the elections. Now, getting deeper into that, the CCP, Russia, North Korea, Iran, all of this Eastern rising, that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing these Eastern countries rise. We're seeing them bring together a, a, a currency that is, go, that is literally being built to destroy the U.S. dollar. And we're destroying our military from within while Eastern states rise. President Xi is up to a lot. And I want to bring on my friend who's not been on the show for quite some time. Miss Ava Chen, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ava to the show. Ava, how are you? Hello. Hi, Jeremy. Great to uh, be here. Hello, everybody. I'm great. Thank you. It feels like a homecoming. I haven't had you on the show in so long. You've been so busy with whistleblowers. It's really, really, mm-hmm. really, really nice to see your face and hear yeah, your voice. Yeah, here. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having you on my show because the audience is asking. I know. When I'm, is Jeremy going to come? So. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to come on. I'm ready to come on. All right, let's just get right to brass tacks, Ava, because Mm -hmm. that's how you operate, that's how I operate, and you know that's how the LFA family operates. Check out her show on Saturday's noon, Whistleblowers, here on LFA TV. All right, we've got all this going on, right? We've got North Korea, Russia, meetings for an arms deal, okay? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about Xi and the the G20 here in a minute, but there's got to be a role here that the CCP is playing and just Absolutely. sitting back and watching these Eastern countries rise and destroying America from outside and inside. Give us a little bit of insight on what you think is going on here. Okay, so basically North Korea has been a lapdog of the CCP. Okay, so basically um, every, pretty much every move um, is uh, demanded or dictated by the Chinese Communist Party. 
So um, we don't. I don't have intel right now because we. I haven't. We haven't received any, any information from Miles School for more than probably a week. But he did connect it uh, with one of the followers and passed on in the past three weeks. Uh, lots of a great intels that from within the Chinese Communist Party. We don't know how he got those intels. We never know. Uh, but we shared, never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he shared with us. Wow. Um, you know. Wow. Just not. Just not a long ago. Just two weeks ago. You know the BRICS summit, right? Uh, yes. And started um, August 21st and ended on August 24th, yes. that she visited basically Brazil, South Africa, Russia, and India, right? Five countries that they have a, the BRICS summit, and they announced that there's going to be more countries joining, which exactly what you alluded to in terms of creating alliance that uh, hopefully to push the U.S. dollars, petrodollars out, and having RMB taking up the places and replacing the United States, uh, States money currency. However, that's not going to be happening that easy. But looking at this country, they're weak. Their economy is already basically on the brink of a collapse, particularly China. And in that, the first day that she arrived in the BRICS summit, she missed a very important business forum meeting that she was scheduled to deliver a speech. And she didn't show up. According to the Intel Miles School gave us, she was so afraid of his safety. So basically, the Xi China, she has already fallen into a trap we call dictatorship trap. So when you're a dictator and when you're running out of your fuel, which means you're dry out, there's no investment coming, there's no technology coming from the, the free world, you have a bunch of thugs. They're still asking for money and they're still asking for looking to you because now you're the dictator. So Right now, in, within the Chinese Communist Party, there is a turmoil within the internal faction uh, a fight because the money is dried out. So it's all kind of a shouldered onto one person, which is she. So he's very fearful. So he skipped that meeting and asked his deputy, which is the commas, like uh, the other um, uh, CCP official delivered the speech. And then he, uh, he, 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 he went back to China, had not made any public appearing. That's odd. That's August 24th. Okay. So the, 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 the first appearing he showed up is in Xinjiang Uyghur region, which is in the West part of China, uh, China. And he basically shunned away from Beijing and he has since then he has not made any public appearing. So the G20 people was, uh, you know, guessing at that time without the news coming out that he's not going to be attending. People was guessing and put a big question mark on whether he's going to go or not. Now, you know, the rock is already fallen. He's not a go. And so did Putin. Putin made a decision to not uh, skip the G20. But Putin announced that he's going to visit the North Korea, which is really tricky here because both of them are dictator. Both of them already um, feel the internal struggle with each country, like both Russia and China uh, has people that against them. So I'm assuming they, they are really, really. Um, uh, so at any moment, things could happen. You know, we're looking at we're paying very close attention to what happened inside the China because we think Miles Wu has predicted uh, the outcome of she, how she would actually end. She will end either by uh, her own health condition because uh, she had uh, she already had two surgeries of brain surgery because uh, she had uh, she had when she was young she had a car accident that destroyed a nerve spine nerve system. So uh, either by her own health condition or by the internal struggle infection struggle that he, she will be ended by someone else within the Chinese Communist Party. And so does Putin. 
uh, actually, uh, Miles Guo uh, obtained intel almost a year ago from Putin's family doctor that Putin is on a terminal cancer. It's actually anal cancer. Okay, so yeah, so I, just I think about how, how ludicrous is that? Yeah, she is head and Putin is anal. <laughs> so these are the brother. They're they're go hand in hand in brotherhood, and they might die, you know, at any moment because within their own system, people are hate them because they're a dictatorship. So what they've um, make a pack in um, in North Korea. I think it's the Xi that want to circumvent the Western sanction. So they want a Xi and Putin. Uh, sorry, they want a North Korea and Putin do exchange uh, military or supplies, Weapons, whatever, yeah. to help the Putin continue fighting the war. But they're they're almost out of field. So we've got China, CCP out of money. She is probably they're, they're looking to assassinate him. I would assume, right? Within, we, yeah, yeah, within the CCP, within the CCP so right? Fights, the families yeah. there, they're looking to assassinate him because the money's dried up. You've got Putin, who's arguably, uh, and, 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 and I think he does as well, he's got cancer. I didn't know it was anal cancer. I'd heard something like uh-huh. that. Yes. So, and, 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 and you got the money drying up. And so what, they're, they're going to bank on bricks and they're going to bank on war. That's what they're going right. to bank on. They're going to bank on bricks and they're going to bank on war. You have to have one, or the, one with the other. In order to get uh-huh. bricks to rise and the Eastern countries to rise and to kill uh-huh. the dollar and to keep, and, and to get us into a world war, I mean, that's what they need. They need to get us into world war so they can create bricks, destroy the U.S. dollar. There's one more thing I think your audience needs to pay attention. It's the economic war as well. In order to break the dollar, they also need to lift the financial, the economic bombs they have been planted in the free world. So they will. And that is controlled by Xi and the Chinese Communist Party. So they control the bankruptcy. Okay, so they pace them out. All those real estate companies, they're already bankrupt. All those local uh, government debts, they're already bankrupt. They just cover the news, just like them saying, we don't report any unemployment rate in China. Right. You don't get any news. I know. That is no news. But that, that literally means they're already bankrupt. They're just covering it. So their schedule space it out to kind of go in tandem with the kinetic war to destroy the free world order. And they want the whole world going to turmoil and crisis that's where they would win Yeah, that's how they win that's exactly but how they spoil, win yeah we spoil everything ahead of time so we know what they're gonna do do you do you based on your research i know my i know the audience wants to know this and i do too do you think that this administration that we have here going on right now in their fecklessness in their weakness in their corruption do you think they're going to do anything they can to get us into a world war before the U.S. elections, Ava Chen. You know what? Miles a long time ago told us. I don't know whether the circun- circumstance changed anything or not, but based on the previous intel, I think United States would go to war in the election year because that's going to give the current administration the power they want. And there, whether there's going to be an election or not, it's still a question mark. Wow. That's based on the old intel. So we don't know. We want to watch and things can change at any time. But the one good thing is regardless what which administration comes on uh, to the power, they need to decouple with the CCP because if the free world doesn't, then they will be defeated by the evil Chinese communists oh, yeah, we, and backed by the international yeah, communists. Yeah, we, will be, yeah. we will be China West if that's the case. We will be China right. West and we will yes. be, we will be uh, governed by our overlords in China East. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch Ava Chen and more, much more on the breakdown of how pretty much 90% of our problems are because of the CCP and our uh, unwillingness to decouple ourselves from them on whistleblowers at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every week here on LFA TV, followed by Infiltration Files as well. And I'll be coming on as well. Ava, thank you as always for your intel. You are a knowledge. You are a, a, a library of knowledge and we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Right. Bye-bye. God bless. Thank you very much. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there she is, Ava Chen, as always, coming on to tell us exactly what in the heck is going on to, um, in, in the CCP that, uh, that's actually pushing the agenda right here in America. And we, all, and we all know. That's why we call him Beijing Biden, ladies and gentlemen. It's exactly why we call him Beijing Biden. All right, moving on. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger says he cannot keep Donald Trump off the ballot in 2024. You know what we do when good things happen here, Eli? Celebrate good times. Okay, I'm done celebrating. Uh, and I like good news just as well as anybody. And even Brad Rappensberger knows you're not going to stop Donald Trump. Now, that whole war thing to try to do it during the election, still not going to matter. But I'm just telling you, that's what they're going to do. So you've got trying to keep him off the ballot, not going to end up happening. You've got trying to jail him, not going to end up happening. I guess they're going to try to assassinate him, maybe. That's not going to end up happening. Georgia GOP Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger published an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal on Wednesday today arguing why he cannot keep Donald J. Trump off the presidential ballot. Some legal scholars, including Adam Schiff, (laughs) are arguing that secretaries of state should remove Trump from the ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which states that any public official that was engaged in any kind of sedition or insurrection or any uh, trying to overturn the government uh, like a rebellion against the government is not fit to run for any future office. But Georgia law contemplates a legal process that must take place before anyone is removed from the ballot. Anyone who believes in what they call democracy, what I call a republic, must let the voters decide, the essay continues. There have been calls from activist groups, attorneys, and everybody else to get him off the election, off the ballot. But he says, quote, Mr. Trump might win the nomination and the general election, or he could lose. The outcome should be determined by the people who show up to make their preference known in the primaries, including Georgia's on uh, March 12th and the general election on November 11th. Trump has been the GOP primary front runner since the start of the 2024 election cycle. He is a one man. Uh, he's one man racing against himself. All of the other people combined behind him don't add up to him. So it's a one man race, folks. So, ladies and gentlemen, who knew Brad Raffensperger would actually stick up for Trump? Oh, that's right. He didn't stick up for Trump. He has no choice. He has no choice. Now, check this out. Also, breaking news. Experts, election experts claim that 25% of all of 2020 Maricopa County, Arizona mail-in ballots have no signature match, meaning that 420,987 ballots out of 1.9 million are fraudulent, invalid, and illegal. This breaking news today. Voter identity theft. This is huge. And look at Cary Lake. Why do you think I said that people, are, that people of Arizona are lucky to have Cary Lake. A, Yava, 
Uh, Yavap, I never say it right. Yavapai County judge last week ruled in favor of the Arizona Free Enterprise Club and Restoration Integrity and Trust in Elections in a recent lawsuit that seeks to prohibit the Arizona Secretary of State from enforcing illegal election procedure relating to mail-in ballot signature verification. Judge John Knapper rejected the motions to dismiss filed by former cartel lawyer Secretary of State Adrian Fontes, illegitimate, by the way. A status conference has been set for Tuesday, September 19th. The judge notes in this order, quote, ready? The court finds the special action state's claim upon which relief can be granted. The court finds plaintiffs have correctly defined registration record. The 2019 EPM creates a process that contradicts the plain language of ARS 16550A. Therefore, this portion of the EPM and the instruction from the Secretary of State do, do not have the force of the law. This is how they steal elections in Arizona. Hundreds of thousands of fraudulent ballots are trafficked or inserted with no chain of custody documentation, and someone forges a signature. Sometimes all it takes is a random scribble on the ballot. You know, Runbeck was involved in all of this. Runbeck had absolute authority over the elections in real time. And we know down in Georgia, they had what? Uh, uh... What's that civil rights activist group that nobody, ACLU, they had ACLU workers, ACLU employees had credentials to log into the Georgia voter registry uh, and the ballots and make changes. And Carrie's been fighting, folks, and she keeps actually squeaking out little wins. So big win for uh, Georgia with Raffensperger knowing that he has no authority to do what people want him to do. Big win in Arizona. And also, ladies and gentlemen, Fulton County Board of Commissioners in Georgia has denied GOP nominee who brought to light 20,000 duplicate registrants and uh, registrations and filed 10,000 complaints. So you still have effery going on in Georgia's Fulton County. Hey, thank you, F.U. Jack. F.U. Jack D. just donated $150 through Rumble Rants. That's my guy. Thank you very much. So, ladies and gentlemen, despite the Mockingbird media's claims that courts have dismissed all of President Trump's and his allies' claims of election fraud, very few, if any, of the cases actually made it to an evidentiary hearing. Yet the term false and baseless is often heralded by the Mockingbird outlets in misrepresentation of the claimed evidence, similar to their uh, infatuation with the term insurrection, despite not one uh, single January 6th are being charged with insurrection. Okay? But, ladies and gentlemen... Um, now Fulton County Board of Commissioners has denied one of the GOP nominees to the county election board in a five to two vote. Each board member serves a two year term. The Republican Party in Fulton believes his denial or the Republican Party. Yes, in Fulton believes this denial is because the rejected nominee, Jason Frazier, challenged the voter rolls which was Eric, by the way, and has filed a lawsuit against the commissioners. It seems doing the fruitful work of the people to ensure the voter rolls are clean and the accuracy of said voter rolls, well, ladies and gentlemen, gets everybody to kind of just pig pile on you. But that's nothing new. And and we're not going to let it stop us. And we're going to keep moving forward. But that's the news, and that's me bringing it to you. Now, before we move on to what the Department of Justice prosecutors are seeking for InfoWars Owen Schroyer, 
for jail time, for speech. Let me make sure we go and we talk about one of our great and wonderful partners here, and that's OFP Farms, especially the seasonal soap. Like the candied apple bourbon soap. Goat milk candied apple bourbon soap is by far one of the best fall soaps they've ever made. And it's only around for a short time, so you guys know what to do. What does that thing right there say? It says, get me some. Get you some today. Fall is in the air at OFP Farms. Look at that. They got the charcoal, rosemary, and tea tree goat milk soap. They've got the Amarillo Morning. They know, you know about the hand lotions. You know about the body butters. You know about the beard oils. What about the deodorants? How many of your deodorants have um, ingredients that say keep away from skin? If you look up those ingredients, it tells you keep far away from human consumption or skin use. But yet it's in most of your deodorants. You can get all natural. You can go the best you can get and go to OFPFarms.com and use promo code LFA15. LFA15. Hartu said, sounds like something you'd want to eat. Don't eat the soap. Do not eat the goat milk soap, okay? I know we want to join the herd. I know we want to join the herd, and I know we want to get our little Chloe uh, goat uh, stuffed animal. But do not eat the goat milk soap, ladies and gentlemen. It is not good for you. Moving on. (laughs) I know it looks good, but definitely don't eat it. All right, moving on. The DOJ, prosecutors, seek 120 days in prison for Owen Schroyer for speaking out against the stolen 2020 election. Speech crime, ladies and gentlemen. Infowars Infowars host, Owen Schroyer, who's got the utmost respect of Jeremy Harrell and LFA TV, pleaded guilty in June to a single Class A misdemeanor of entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds on January 6, 2021. Oh, by the way, by the way, when these scumbag Antifa and loser BLM uh, brain-dead morons decided to try to stop Supreme Court justices from being nominated, I mean, uh, excuse me, confirmed, to beat uh, a Supreme Court justice? Didn't they try to stop a proceeding? Didn't they uh, enter a restricted building to try to stop a formal proceeding? Just saying. The highly talented journalist was initially charged in August of 2021, eight months after remaining outside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. After nearly two years of fighting charges related to this presence outside the Capitol on January 6th, Owen made the decision to plead guilty to a lesser charge. Schroyer allowed the government to review his social media accounts, likely looking for any scrap of incriminating wrongdoing that they could possibly find. Owen stood outside the Capitol. Owen and Alex Jones warned people about going inside the Capitol the day before and the day of. They knew it was a setup, but yet, yet, ladies and gentlemen, this what I believe should be an award-winning journalist, same with Laura Loomer and many others, including Ben Berkwam, is now facing 120 days of prison which they'll probably try to kill him when he's in there anyway because you know how these scumbags work. That's what the DOJ wants. They want 120 days in prison for Owen Schroyer. Does anybody here believe that Owen Schroyer should actually get any time in prison? Especially since when him and Alex Jones, it is repeatedly put on social media, do not go into the Capitol. Let's pull up the Rumble chat and let's see. While I have a drink of coffee here. Ladies and gentlemen, please rumble the video if you've not done so yet. And if you've not shared it, I I would appreciate that as well. Missy Dust says, Owen is great. Evie Rosewood says, no. Sheevy says, no. Amy, no one should. No way. Tanya Tucker says, no. 
Bad Moon says, nope. 43 Graders, nope. Lord Fishy, nope. Two Proud Boys sentenced to 17 years after 22 years. Ray Epps, not even one day. Well, that's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. That's the other thing. Look at the, uh, look at, um, the, uh, the Proud Boys. Joe Biggs and, and the leader there. Um, the jail. T- look at what he, he got 22 years in prison. Get this, Eli. Ready for this? Enrique, he got 22 years in prison, and he wasn't even in D.C. on that day. Can you imagine, Eli? 22 years in prison, and you're not even in D.C. on the day in question. Talk about sickening. Look at Joe Biggs. Joe Biggs, who did nothing, who assaulted no one, hurt no one, broke nothing, vandalized nothing. What did he get? 17 years, 11 years, something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Sickening. But yet, Ray Epps, nothing. Does anybody see? Where's Ray Epps? Ray Epps! Where are you, Ray? Oh, Ray Epps is a Fed. That's why Ray Epps is out, ladies and gentlemen. Now, before we go to our last story of the day, I want to show you something that I just posted on social media. And it's from this morning. It was a short clip from this morning that we already short clipped out. And there's a reason why I'm going to show it to you because I think we made some headway with this. Pop this on the screen. Perfect. And roll it. To make friends in Congress. I remember when Congress was afraid of the media because the media held them accountable. Not only that, but also the media had a First Amendment right to literally cover and be there wherever they needed to be. Nowadays, ladies and gentlemen, it's the opposite. The politicians don't fear the media. The media fears the politicians. And why does the media fear the politicians? Because if they don't do exactly what the politicians like, then they won't get access to rallies. Ooh. Or they won't get access to events. Ooh. Or they won't get access to congressional hearings. Oh! So everybody plays nice so they can get what they want. And I'm here to ship all over that today. I do not give a damn about making friends in Congress, and I really don't give a damn about burning a bridge to get another interview in the future. That's why I got so upset this morning. And I said, why are we not reaching out to our friends in Congress? Why are we waiting on Matt Gates when any representative could bring up a motion to vacate? Now, the little bit of a pushback that I was getting from my fellow LFA TV hosts. They weren't disagreeing with me, but they're like, are you sure basically a a motion to vacate is probably a a good thing right now? That could backfire big time. I said, how? They said, I don't know, four Republicans voting for the Democrats and Jeffries becoming Speaker of the House. I said, who cares? A, that's a fear tactic and that's a scare tactic to keep you, the media, and the people away from holding them accountable for their promises. That's a fear tactic. Ain't nobody gonna let Hakeem Jeffries be the Speaker of the House. And if they did, who cares? What's the difference? And you say, Jeremy, what do you mean what's the difference? I'm going to tell you what the difference is. Is the southern border still open? Are military-aged men still coming across that southern border? Is crime spiking through the roof? Is Donald Trump getting any kind of congressional immunity whatsoever from these ridiculous DAs and these prosecutors in the DOJ? Is Kevin McCarthy and the rhinos right now and the the Republican Party using the power of the purse in any way, shape, or form to cut any funding from anyone? Are they doing anything? Or would it just, would it matter, other than the investigations, which I'm all for, are they doing anything that they could 
be doing. Is any J6er out? Is anybody being jailed for not complying with subpoenas? I mean, if you really want to get down to brass tacks, what difference would it make if it was Kevin McCarthy or Hakeem Jeffries at this point? It's going to come down to all of us anyway. We can't look to these idiots, these 400 and some odd morons and the 100 uh, people in the Senate to save us. We save us. We need to reel them in. They work for us. They're the cowards who do nothing. So if I could get Matt Gates on my show today, I'd say thank you for being here, Congressman Gates. And this is probably why they don't come on. Thank you for being here, Mr. Gates. Can I ask you a quick question? Are you afraid of the other GOP members in Congress? Excuse me? Are you afraid of them? Do you have fear of them? Do they have something over on you that makes you fear them in some way, shape, or form? Matt Gates would proudly say, I don't fear anyone. Then why aren't you doing a motion to vacate? Well, because don't give me that Why aren't you doing a motion to vacate? That's simple. Because you can do it. You can do it today. Well, that will really throw everything into disarray and we won't get anything done. That's the point. That's exactly the point. Hold the government hostage by continuing to do a motion to vacate every single day. Sooner or later, they'll bend to the will. I don't care how many promises Matt Gates has made and I don't care how nice of a guy he is. I don't care that we have interviewed him ourselves. George Santos. Uh, we have people in LFA TV who are friends with George Santos. I want to get him on my show. And I just want to say, are you afraid of the other members in the GOP? If not, then why don't you do this? Do you think Kevin McCarthy's doing his job? No. Do you have the power to put up a motion to vacate? Yes. Are you afraid of anybody in Congress? No. Then what are we doing here having this conversation on my show? It's pretty much that simple. It's time to make media great again. Now, I didn't play that just to hear myself talk. As a matter of fact, I hate my own voice and I hate listening to myself. Directly after that show, a bunch of people lit up Matt Gates. And an exclusive uh, story came out, National File, under pressure, McCarthy indicates finally making good on J6 uh, uh, footage, but also, because he knows he's in trouble, Matt Gates is basically saying, put up or shut up. If you, get the, if you get in the way of impeachment when we come back, we are doing a motion to vacate, period. If you, if you bend to the Democrats in any way, if you get in the way of this impeachment in any way, I will put up a motion to vacate. I wonder, I wonder if maybe, maybe we hit the nail on the head there. I wonder. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, on your way out. See, this is what we need to do. Keep screaming loud. The louder you scream, the louder you, the more of the information that you have, the more you can get out there and the more we can. Also, on your way out, go to the description of this video. Click show more in the bottom of the description. You'll see Tackright LFA TV. I'll also put up that, uh, that nutritional health dog food link in there after the show as well for you guys. I don't think I put in there. The portable solar station from Tackright LFA TV. You got the saw. You got the binoculars. You got the night vision goggles. Why not have that little bit of peace of mind and have, I don't know, the sun as a power source for when you need to bug out and bug out quick. It's tiny. It's 50% off. The link is in the description. Portable solar station for your bug out bag. Ladies and gentlemen, the fight continues here on LFA TV next with Will Johnson and Culture Wars followed by Based America with Drew Hernandez. I want to thank each and every one of you for being here with me tonight. As you know, I love my time with you. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you. See you at 9 a.m. for Rise Up Will Johnson next. Peace. That will
we first in America.